this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> it's 80s week. It's 80s week. I really want to sing an 80s song. I feel like you should. I really, <laughs> you know, it's just another kind of like random theme week. <sighs> Joy has on a neon yellow headband, which mm-hmm. I would say is in celebration of 80s week, but it's really just probably what she woke up and put on this morning. Probably. With <laughs> no thought to theme. I'd like to think that I was just copying Prue's necklace by putting on a neon headband, but this is just my normal life. Uh, right. I loved Prue's jewelry, by the way. Me too. It was oh. so cool. Again, it, I mean, it, it looked very, it was like right there in the middle of the Venn diagram of like modern art and like handmade. It kind of looked like something you could make out of like zip ties almost. Like they kind of right. had the shape that a zip tie has when you close it. Totally. But I loved it. And also in the midst of what she usually makes anyway. So, yes. But it was oh, like totally. an 80s twist. It was great. But I so rainbow. It. And like her so shirt great. was so cool. Her blazer had like the, the lining was colorful. Of course. My first note though is in the intro, the E.T. intro, why do they make Noel E.T.? Matt has no hair. That's very true. Why wasn't Matt E.T.? <laughs> That's really true. I was thinking that too. I was like, the second they did the guy on the bike, I was like, oh, I know where they're going with this. It was like, yeah. obviously going to be an E.T. reference. And then I was like, are they going to make someone in the basket be E.T.? I agree with you. It should have been flip-flopped. I wonder, been what, I wonder what the decision-making Maybe process was. Maybe he was like, please stop making fun of my bald head. Yeah. Alopecia is not a joke. And then they're right. like, wait, just kidding. It is a joke. I use it in like half my gags. Right, right. But yeah. That was my very first note. Like, okay, this is a miss. And then my next note was, you know, then they then they cut to Laura, like, trying to save her ice cream cake in the freezer. And I was like, would they give it away in the intro? Mm-hmm. Would they give away who goes home? Maybe they were trying to fool us. I was like, this feels like either this, I don't know. I also thought that when I saw the freezer, when the cake in the freezer falling apart, yeah. I thought it was the freezer broken. Oh. I thought that the freezer had broken. And so she was like, oh my gosh, what happened? That right. it was like a freezer issue, but we'll yes. get there. And then the other note I had was England weather must be wild because last week they were wearing pea coats and scarves and this week it's totally. I was very confused by that as well. And I also had a note that I love when Prue took her jacket off. You could yes. I mean, like Prue shed that jacket. She's like, screw Quick. this. It is so hot. I can't even deal. And had a nice little tank top on. So yeah, Paul loves his 80s. My next note was Paul loves the 80s. And he posted on his Instagram last week, like a picture of him from the 80s. It was so great. Oh, he did? I'll yeah. have to go look. Yeah, it was great. Still has the electric blue eyes. I mean, well, of course, uh, that would be weird. Okay. So first, let's start by talking about last week's technical, which I did not bake that matcha crepe cake because like I said last week, like I knew no one in my family would eat it. So I made steamed buns instead, which was not the technical, but was still, it was the, from the um, week. signature yeah. from mm-hmm. the week. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. So I luckily have a friend who had a really nice bun steamer. So, you know, they had like in the show, they use those bamboo steamer baskets. Mm -hmm. So my friend had one that actually was like aluminum. And this is a hot tip for anyone who lives in Colorado or a similar climate. If you want a bun steamer, get a metal one because the bamboo ones split and crack in the dry climate. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. I was like, bamboo doesn't do very well in Colorado. No, it does not. So um, I borrowed one from her and I just made really basic steam buns. I thought about doing a little decoration. We had actually talked on text with another friend about 
making like Thanksgiving buns where you could fill it with like turkey and stuffing and like a little bit of cranberry and then put like a little turkey on the top. So if you're looking for a Thanksgiving idea, there there it is for you. Hot tip. Hot. I think that would work really well, actually. For sure. Um, and then you could like, yeah, make a little turkey on the front. I didn't do that. I just made basic and we just did sort of like a pork sesame filling. It was really good. The recipe it I used. Great. Yeah. The recipe I used was just Lottie's recipe that they posted on the Bake Off website, except obviously I didn't do the stuff on the outside. And what I did, which I don't know, like I've never done it the other way, but my friend who lent me the steamer said it was critical to add two tablespoons of cornstarch to your dough. I don't know why, but I did it and it worked. And I don't know that it wouldn't have worked if I hadn't done that, but it worked with it also. So um, yeah, so it was great. And definitely I could relate to in that challenge, you know, we saw them kind of like wanting to overfill it. My first one I tried to do, I put so much filling on there and then immediately had to scoop like two thirds of it out. Cause I was like, oh wow, you so need you a lot see more. see how the, the mistake was made. Yes. And I could also see how it would like my buns were like two thirds of them were the same size and then the other third of them were like way smaller oh really yeah it's just the way that I cut the dough and then also like when you roll it out I think that is that's kind of the critical was the critical piece and the thing that I could see now that it was tricky was like getting all of the buns to be uniform and the mm-hmm. and the same thickness and like the same amount of filling so so yeah I had a lot of fun with that if you have ever thought about making steam buns or bao and you've never gone for it. It's really was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. And it was like not like you think it's going to be all these steps because it's just, you know, but it really wasn't that bad. Well, so, great. yeah, give Congrats. it a shot. OK, so for this week, it's 80s week, like we said, which mm-hmm. this is not a week that they've a theme that they've done before. And the signature challenge is a quiche, which I didn't realize that quiches were like of the 80s. I didn't know either. I did, that was a surprise to me. I was like, I didn't realize it was so 80s. But and I really haven't thought much about 80s food that you make. Right. What comes to me for 80s is more of the brands that you would buy in the store. So I was kind of like, oh, this is interesting to think of like an 80s food. Yeah, right. Like 80s home cooking. So that was interesting. And I mean, I make quiches all the time. We Do you make quiches? No. I guess that's right. Do you like quiche? Oh, I love quiche. I love quiche. Of course I love quiche. <laughs> You're laughing. No, Claire, I don't make quiches. I don't know. <laughs> On our other podcast, This is Joy and Claire, we talked this yeah. week about how much we eat eggs. And quiche oh, is yeah, just yeah. like another way to eat yeah. eggs. For sure. Yeah, we do love eggs. Which, by the way, so going into the, we'll talk about the technical for this week in a minute, but it's something you have to deep fry in a deep fat fryer, which I don't own a deep fat fryer and I'm not going to procure one. So this week I'm going to make a quiche instead. And I'm already really excited about it. So I'll tell you guys about it next week. So my first note going into the signature challenge is they interview Lottie first and she looks like a mess. Her hair is like kind of like really dull looking she's kind of all over the place she just looks really messy yeah her makeup's a little smeared like what's going on with Lottie I have to throw in a note here that it drives me insane when the contestants wear their hair down like if they have Uh, long hair it drives me crazy I'm like pull your hair back you're making food like there's something that just I can't watch it like I just want to go up to them like braid their hair (laughs) please put it back please please be clean for joy Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so Lottie's hair was really driving me nuts this week. Yeah. It was, she has a lot of hair. She has so much hair. Just pull it back. Pull it back. I know they probably want to like look cute for the tele, for the camera, but it's like the television, you know, like they want to look cute, but Mm -hmm. you can look real cute with your hair braided. I mean, don't you watch Selling Sunset? They have the most beautiful braid designs. You could absolutely pull it off. Totally. Okay. All right. I'm over Uh, that. Okay. 
I'm glad we were able to process that with okay, you. Okay, good. Thanks. We find out that Peter was born in the year 2000. Oh, my God. The year I graduated college. I was like, oh, <laughs> dear Lord. Like, he could legitimately be your son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Peter so is They don't making, really get the 80s. No, he's like, this is ancient history for me. So, Peter is making coconut curry quiche with crab meat, and then one with salmon, asparagus, and capers. So, he's really going for it. That sound, those Both of those sound like amazing quiches. Like, normally when I make a quiche, I'm like, ham. Yeah. Like the basic no, ingredients. No, he's putting yeah. in coconut curry. He's going fancy brunch. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we have Laura, who's making a pea, asparagus, and mint one, and then a pizza one. Mark, with a C, is making a corn Cornish from of Cornwall. Quiche, lots of fish. Apparently, fish is a Cornish thing. Ermine, again, is just getting like sillier and sillier. <laughs> and I love her. She's making some classic quiches. Mm-hmm. And then Dave is doing... Something with avocado, which sounds horrible. Don't put avocado in a quiche. No, it just sounds the so texture. Bland and, yeah, bleh. the texture of avocado in things right. is terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. And then he's also making an a full English, which he's trying to make scrambled eggs and then put them in the like the egg custard, like the egg custard. And she, yeah, they were they were doubtful from the beginning on that one. Yeah, they're like, what's going on here? And then Lottie is doing the same thing as Dave with the full English, except she's using a slightly different selection of ingredients, including baked beans, which proves like I hate baked beans. Yeah, she was like, I'm going to try and get past that, but she hates baked beans. Right. So as they're going around, I think the biggest thing with this is trying to balance the filling and make sure that the the thing about a quiche that's kind of tricky is eggs cook very like in a very specific way it's really easy to overcook a quiche and it's really easy to undercook a quiche like to get that nice creamy texture you really have to nail the bake mm-hmm. and you also so like you have to typically blind bake the pastry ahead of time bake it and you know pre-bake the the crust but then anytime you do that you risk burning the crust you risk making it too tough so there's a couple of different things going on here and then obviously each person's filling is going to be a variable as well but for the most part people did pretty well in this challenge nobody mm-hmm. like really flopped Right, right, right. Ermine is the closest to flopping. Hers, she got it in the oven kind of late and she ended up having to like crank up the heat and do it like right at the end. But that actually can work for a quiche because again, we're just basically talking about eggs here, which they don't need to be low and slow. Like you can cook an egg quickly. And so she ends up pulling it off. I was a little nervous about hers because she, hers looked so raw when she was going in to cook them. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, obviously it worked, but Laura was really cute. She came up to her. She's like, do you need help? Just turn up the oven. And so they turned it up and ended up working out fine. But I thought hers was just going to be completely raw based on how it looked when she was putting them in and how much time they had left. And yeah, so she she ends up doing super well and she's like, I'm really surprised by that. And everyone else is like, yeah, us too. But honestly, their review of hers, I almost thought she was going to get a handshake because Paul is just I like- I did too. They were so- amazing. Im- so impressed. Paul has been pretty- withholding of handshakes he, this season 100 someone actually commented on that on our instagram and i was i am in agreement i wonder what that's about because i feel like he gets really impressed and we're always like uh, uh, yeah. is a handshake coming <laughs> and he doesn't do it it's like the feeling of like on like the end of a first date like are they gonna kiss you <laughs> totally and- is he leaning in? Should I lean in? No. Okay. Okay. I'm not leaning. I'm not like, leaning either. Like, if you're not, I'm like, not. Like they're getting their hand ready to like. Yeah, totally. You can kind of see them like they're like kind of glancing down at his hand like, is it moving? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. I wasn't. <laughs> All right. Cool. 
Like, yeah, no, we're fine. Huh, exactly. Um, and then the other people who do really well, they love Marks and they love, I would say, really, Ermin and Mark do the best. Mm-hmm. Peter does pretty well, but his flavors are a little overspiced. Laura does pretty well, but her pastry is a little tough. Dave does okay, but he goes way overboard on the spices. And then Lottie, actually, I would put her up there as well. She does really well. Mm-hmm. Um, they like the pastry. They like the fillings. You know, they're like, we can't taste the baked beans, but that's in our, in your favor. Prue was like excited about that. Yeah. She's like, I'm yeah. going to try and go into this without judgment because she right. really doesn't like baked beans. But she's like, I actually can't taste them. So I'm actually excited about that. So coming out of the signature, everyone did fine like no one's like in trouble really well it's funny because i'll get to this in a second but i feel like this time the judging paul and prue were very different on their opinions like prue had very specific wants and needs and likes and Mm -hmm. paul would be like yeah i like that too but this was too bland like marx was really good and i think prue really liked it but paul was like it's too simple it's like okay they're just getting really i think as they should picky But it also is interesting of how their specific tastes are with these bakes. Okay, so now it's time for the technical. The technical challenge this week is finger donuts. Finger donuts. I've never heard them called that. Have you? I haven't either. No, no. If you're unfamiliar with what a finger donut is, it basically looks like a deep fried hot dog bun with custard and jam in the middle. I don't know what we would call those in the US. Bear claws, maybe? Long johns? Long johns. But a long john is filled. It's filled. It's not, it doesn't have that like bun looking. A long john is more of like a deep fried eclair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not that like we don't have these in the US. We just right. don't have like a name for them. And I certainly wasn't aware of this in the 80s. No. And but so what they say is they're like, this was more posh than the round donuts. Like these posh, ones were. Yeah. Yes. And then Paul made some comment about Prue coming from a posh area. And she's like, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. The other thing about this is now they have to deep fry in a deep, like a big deep fat fryer and it's 90 degrees in the tent. Why are they doing this? I don't, you know what? To be fair, at the end, they said they did not plan. Right. I mean, they don't know. They they have to do it in order. They don't know. So Peter cracks me up during this challenge. First of all, as as his body's getting warmer, his cheeks are just getting pinker and pinker. I know. He's got the rosiest red <laughs> cheeks. So rosy. Like perfect little circle. He looks like that Instagram stories filter with like the perfect little pink circles on his cheeks. <laughs> and you're like, Peter, do you need like a cool oh, towel? He's so cute. He's so cute. Yeah. Everyone oh had cold towels around their necks and then they were yeah. just like drenched in water. Oh, God, it looked miserable. It looked miserable. So we just thought it was so funny when Peter just deadpan was like, what a rush. I've never... Never fried anything before. What a rush. <laughs> like, are you He's, are you having okay. a rush? He is so I just really admire how he's very good at having an idea and then just following through with it. Like yes. he doesn't ever I, at least I haven't seen any bakes that he's had to throw away and start over. Or he's just so efficient and so fast that he gets through it pretty quickly. Yeah. Like from like start he, to finish, he just like is really, really good at planning and the timing. Yeah, he I've always never just seen has, him like at the end be like, oh, I'm not done. He's always just got a very clear head and he just like makes it happen every time. Like, yeah. oh, what's the problem? Like these are yeah. the steps. And we've always talked about like your personality and what kind of gets you through a stressful time. I've never seen him like too stressed out. No, definitely not. And and I think also his, I feel like he looks more stressed than he ever is because of his like rosy cheeks. And his blue eyes, his big blue eyes staring at Paul. And, yeah, <laughs> seriously. So the technical... 
was people kind of struggle with this because of the frying it, it the frying that you know took took longer than they thought it was going to david's were horrible <laughs> he pulled them out and they looked like baked potatoes yeah they're so dark they were so dark and like no no like texture on them at all and like this weird just like flat brown color so david loses the technical and ermine wins so at this point ermine is killing it She's i don't doing think great. she knows how good she is no definitely not she's always surprised She's always surprised. But I also think that that's like, she's just like what we've always talked about her personality. She's just such like a realistic kind of down to earth person. For sure. That I don't even, it's not from a place of like, like, do you remember Ruby from several seasons ago? Yeah. Who was like so convinced that she couldn't bake, that she was in tears constantly. And like everyone was like, and then she ended up, I don't think she ended up winning, but she ended up being in the final. And I just, she drove me crazy because she was like, I can't do every single thing. She was like, I can't do this. And yeah. I was like, Ruby, shut the F up. <laughs> You're on the Great British Bake Off. Like, the you show. Stop it. <laughs> Ermine's not like that. She's not like, oh, I can't do this. She's no. just like, oh, that worked. Cool. Yeah, she totally, yeah, she totally <laughs> surprises herself. Or yeah. she just is like, we'll see how it goes. Like, it's so funny how she just, throw- oh, I'm just throwing stuff together. It's like, yeah. she knows what she's doing. And it's so second nature to her that she doesn't realize how like, good, she is, how good she is. She doesn't know like where she is on that scale. It's like, she's yes. really, really good. So going into the showstopper. Let me give you one note. Did you love when Paul said that he had to peel off his jeans because it was so hot? I feel like I might have blacked that out when he said it because I don't remember him saying that. I I really also appreciate Noel and Matt's humor on this one. I thought that they were so cute. They were making some really funny jokes and just their their little like on your market set bake or you have mm-hmm. so, so much time left. Like uh, anytime that they were cutting to those two, they were cracking me up. They had a pretty good week. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Showstopper. <laughs> the showstopper is an ice cream cake. I, this is another thing that I didn't realize was like endemic to the 80s. I didn't either. I kind of think about it. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty a big a big deal when I was a kid. Like, Right, like you ate a lot of ice cream cake. For sure. Like it was very big deal at birthday parties. Like, oh my gosh, you're getting an ice cream cake? Like, I feel like ice cream cake is still that way. Like if somebody has an ice cream cake, oh my gosh, you're getting an ice cream cake? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I didn't know it was special. Oh my gosh, this is an ice cream cake? (laughs) Yesterday was my grandpa's 94th or 95th birthday and he loves ice cream and I was going to make him an ice cream cake. I didn't. Because I was like, I'm, I don't have time for that. Yeah. But just to go to show this, and that was before I had watched the episode. So oh, like, that's it's so still cute. on your mind. It totally is. That's so cute. Okay. Okay. So Peter is doing a Christmas theme with brandy ice cream. Oh. He's so sweet though. Like at one point, Noel tries to be like, you're just here to win. And he's like, no, I love everyone else. Like, Noel, don't try to paint Peter as this like cutthroat so competitor. Funny. He called him the baby face assassin. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he was, was like, like you're he's just- like, Laura, Right, and, and he's, he's like, like no, I love them. <laughs> he's like, no, I love that. And he's like, no, you're really here just to take everyone down. You're the baby face assassin. Right. And Peter's <laughs> like, don't say that about me, Noel. I, I want to give everyone hugs. Oh, God. Um, he's, so, it, he's so pure. So, he's pure. so pure. I wonder if there's like a naughty side to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, right? Like they oh, they like do a tour of his hotel room after and it's all like leather. It's like goth. Yeah, it's so funny. Okay. Ermine is doing a tropical holiday theme with like mango and coconut. Mark is doing a retro ice cream parlor theme. So cute. With so many flavors. He's bringing in so many flavors. So I was a little bit nervous for Mark because he had a lot to do. Laura is doing all chocolate everything. Dave is doing a tiramisu ice cream cake and Lottie is doing a, ca- a cassette tape. It's like going to be chocolate with chocolate ice cream on the outside and she's going to make it look like a cassette tape. So this one is tough because it's so hot in the tent. They're trying to make their ice cream. They're trying they to like... They have to work so fast. They have to work so fast because like 
as soon as you, you can put it in the freezer to let it solidify for a second, but then you have to take it back out to decorate it and shape decorate it. And then it. Yep. it's going in and out and in and out and out yeah. of the freezer. And everyone is like coated in sweat. Everyone is just running around. They look so sweaty. <laughs> like It just was everyone. It was really distracting to be how sweaty and hot they all looked. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. Like the fans they had on themselves and then like the cold towels that were like just making their whole outfits just wet. Yeah. <laughs> so uncomfortable. And Lottie at one point, she was like, this feels like extreme baking. Like it's got the heat. Now there's like, they turn on the fans and there's all this wind. Right. All right. Let's, I feel like we're down to a en- few enough contestants that we can kind of review everyone's show supper. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Peter, he gets an okay review. So he does the Christmas one. He gets an okay review. They love the flavors. They think it's really clever, but he used a lot of fruit in there kind of to make like a fruit right. cake kind of thing. And they were like, your fruit is so frozen that by the time your fruit softened up, the rest of your cake will be melted. Right. And that's yeah. just from Paul. Prue is like, I didn't think that. I thought Prue it was really it. clever. Yeah. And Peter's face during the judging, he goes up there and like while they're while he's waiting for them to take their first bite, he looks like he's gonna burst into tears. Oh god, he looks so nervous. He's just like deer in the headlights. Yes. His mouth is just kind of like a gape, like <gasps> like he's like needs to take a lot deep of mouth breaths. breathing. Yeah. Oh so cute. He and but his like looked it. beautiful. And that one it point did. when he was like making those cute little like hollies, yes. everyone's like, Oh, Peter's just over there making little hollies because <laughs> Like, he's so cool, calm, collected. Everyone else is rushing around. And he's just, like, making these little decorations for his cake. And it's just, it turned out perfectly. It looked yes. so beautiful. It really did. For Ermine, hers is simple, um, like I said, but they love it. And they're like, they you uh, you it. always go, you know, pick something that's a little bit simple, but you do it super well and you nail it. And you, you know, and I they think said, like the flavors were just perfect. The they flavors, her flavors are always so good. Yep. Mark does really well. So he has this outside collar on his cake that was like these little stripes. It looks so good. They really can't find anything wrong with his cake at all. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit messy on the inside, but they don't really fault him for that because it's 90 degrees. Laura has some struggles. Oy, oy, oy. She forgets to turn her ice cream maker on. Like it turns on, but she doesn't turn on like the ice cream mode. Right. There's like so certain she, modes. Yeah. And she doesn't like, turn that on where it gets cold. So it's just being mixed. It's just sitting yeah. there like mixing itself. And that's it for like 45 minutes until she finally figures it out. So she's really behind. Her ice cream never really sets. Her cake ends up just being like this absolute just melted pile. Melted pile of melt. And she ends up doing okay. Like her flavors are good. Um, and that's really what saves her because the rest of it is just this like pile of melted ice cream. Dave's tiramisu cake does okay. The, it's like a little bit messy. They think the flavors are okay. Is Whose was the one where the f- bottom was frozen and it was like brownie and they're like, you're not supposed to have a frozen brownie. That's Lottie. Was that right? Lottie? Because it wasn't her. Are you talking about the the um no someone rice had brownies in theirs and i don't think it was lottie lottie had that maybe rice it was dave then maybe it was dave's but at, at one point they i think it was dave's cake where they're like you're you have like he had like a brownie layer and they're like brownies aren't supposed to be frozen maybe that was laura anyway. maybe it was laura that sounds might like have been laura. laura yeah that was probably laura so then lottie is the definition of a melted mess she tries oh, to use ice cream Ugh. as like frosting on the outside like why it doesn't work do at that? all her layers don't so work messy. she tries to have like a jam layer it doesn't taste good basically they can't find anything any redeeming quality for hers at all and they, they kind hate of it. warned her <laughs> and they warned her they're like this sounds like a risk and she was like kind of joked it off and it did i mean there was nothing about it that was like they didn't even like the flavors they're like there's like 
like chunks of ice in yeah. here. Like there's nothing about this that they could, they searched for a redeeming quality and they couldn't find one. Here's my coffee delivery. <gasps> coffee. Thank you. So, okay. Going into the final judging, who did you think was going to win? I thought Ermine for sure. Mm-hmm. It was so obvious. How about you? I was like, Ermine has to. She was robbed. Robbed last week. For for pastry week. Not last week. Pastry week, she was robbed. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, pastry week. But I was like, I could also see it being Peter because Peter won the technical and he did really well in both the other challenges. Mm -hmm. And then who did you think was going home? Either Laura or Lottie. I thought... Laura, Lottie, or Dave. I was like, I'm not sure Dave saved himself. Like he absolutely flopped, completely flopped the technical. His signature was way overspiced. Like he got the most bad critique for the signatures of anybody. I was like, I'm not sure he saved himself. So then when they were in the judging area and they were talking about it, I was really surprised when Paul was like, I think Dave saved himself. I was like, really? Yeah. Because like, okay. So, and then yeah, Laura was like, she's in the bottom. Lottie might be going home. So in the end, Ermin finally gets Star Baker. Finally. She really deserved it. And then I was really surprised that Lottie went home. Yeah. I was, I was so too. bummed. I thought it was going to be more Laura than Lottie. I kind of thought it should have been Laura because I feel mm. like Laura has been in the bottom more often. But oh well, Lottie's like kind of whatever happens, happens. Her cavalier attitude finally yep. came back to bite her. So how has your prediction changed for who's going to win the whole series? I still feel Peter's up there. Peter's mm-hmm. in my top two. I really feel strongly about Ermin. I feel like it totally could be Ermin. Who do you think is are going to be in the final? Who do you think are the top going to be the top three? Top three: Ermin, Peter, and Mark. And Mark? Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be Ermin, Peter, and Mark because I think Laura and Dave are Too not shaky. They're not they're, consistent. Because, like, think about Mark. I mean, I think it will definitely be Ermin and Peter, and then Mark. Between Laura, Dave, and Mark, Mark is by far the most consistent. For sure. Because I've been thinking about that too. There's never been a time where Mark's like completely flopped. No. He's like maybe done something that they don't love, but he's never completely flopped. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would agree with that. So I'm excited to make a quiche this week. I'm Woohoo! really excited. I already like have the whole concept. That actually has been fun to think about doing a signature that I'm actually going to kind of like get creative with. Yeah. So I'll tell you guys about that next week. Great. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You can find us on social. We are Joy and Claire underscore on Instagram. We are Joy and Claire on Facebook. We are at joyandclaire.com. You can email us at thisisjoyandclaire at gmail.com. Please tag us if you're baking. Tag us if you're watching baking. Tag us if you're listening to this podcast. Tag us if you're Paul Hollywood. Tag us if you're Paul Hollywood, please. And oh, <laughs> you got also, a shout out. Yeah. No, I mean, shout out. The baking show account liked my bow picture yeah we didn't even talk about our halloween costumes oh if you missed it i'm really missed it god go to our instagram immediately yes we had so much fun last week on saturday was halloween and um i forced my small children to dress up as paul and prue and it (laughs) turned out so well so cute and then joy and her husband scott who scott is totally bald dressed up as noel and matt yep I was Noel, he was Matt. And it was funny because I I was going as Noel no matter what. And I was pretty proud of my Noel outfit. And then as I was getting ready, my husband's like, do you want me to be Matt? And I was like, yes. Uh, so he didn't really have to do much because he has the exact outfit that Matt wears in his closet, put it on, grabbed some glasses, and we... <laughs> Post for a picture. I'm like, this is perfect. It was, it was really great. Perfect. So if you didn't see our amazing outfits, and I got to say, Evie makes a really good prue. So good. We had so to cute. feed her. We had to bribe her with M&Ms to get her to keep the glasses on. 
but it worked. So the, all the pictures are like Miles is holding a bag of M&Ms and he's like doling them out to her. <laughs> M&Ms so are Miles' favorite candy. So we were like, okay, here's how we're going to get this done. Here's how we're going to get this done. That's so cute. Yeah. So check out that photo on our Instagram page and uh, whew, that was a good one. Can't that wait to see one. what next week is. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. On your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> we're never going to get it together. <laughs> <laughs>